This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It's Thursday, the 27th of April, 2023. And coming up today, it's um, a bit of everything, really. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how are you? Oh, another spectacular <laughs> triumph of an intro there, Stephen. I'm sure our audience are just all wound up now. <laughs> I just can't wait. You just don't well. know. You just don't know. I, it's funny, right? Because that film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, all the is that time. What it's called? And yes. And, and everywhere. Right um, that is, uh, that's on Amazon Prime over here in the UK, and you can get it with audio description. Oh. And I watched the first 30 seconds of it and thought, well, I must watch this. And of course, I never will. Until someone says to me, you really must watch this. And then six months after that, then I'll think about watching it. But and then the AD will good. disappear. Yeah. Well, well that's I, the other thing. Yeah. If it goes. I was really that. interested because all the um, visual effects were done at home on home PCs using Blender and other 3D modeling uh, apps. Blenders. So, not, what, not like blender, fruit, blend, fruit no, and, and vegetable no, blender. No, no, blender. It's it's a three D modeling thing. Um, so yeah, it was all the first time it's all been done on home PCs, and apparently, well, it did. It it won awards for the visual effects, so uh, quite cool. Can I just say, right, donuts are really expensive. Ah, uh, oh, right. That intro was spawn, wasn't it? it? Really, is a bit of everything. <laughs> well, uh, okay, tell your story. Ah, so I go out the other day to get donuts because my wife says to me, she says, do you know I really fancy a fancy donut? Not one of these ones you get from the store that's just, you know, it's half dried out before you even get near it. Uh, uh-huh, covered uh-huh, in, uh-huh. you know, absolute rock hard glaze. Oh, gross. Yeah, yeah right. That kind of thing with the hundreds and thousands and all that scattered all over it, yeah. but it's been there for about 100 years. Still nice. I'd still yeah, eat well, it. Yeah, well, I mean, i still eat it. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not sad. I hate field donuts. Filled oh, you donuts. don't like filled donuts. I don't like That's it with jam or it. custard. In it. It's absolutely gross. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's got to be ring donuts or nothing, sir. Oh, that you would, well, you wouldn't have been welcome on this particular adventure. Uh-huh. Because there I am, dispatched off into the night. I go, uh, with a taxi, obviously. Um, <laughs> not getting the bus. Uh, plus, they don't, buses don't go through drive throughs uh, That's a, I've learned that the hard way a few times. Um, unless you can get... You have to get commitment from everyone on the bus yes. uh, on Come that on, deal. Yeah, Come on, everyone. Anyone want a, anyone want a coffee? Um, <sighs> Twitter and, poll. Can, can, the, can the bus get round the drive through Because it's can't big. Get under, and, no. Yeah, it can't get under the thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. So, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. There's a, a, a donut place that's a drive through Yes. Okay, carry on. Well, there's actually a few of them, uh, because we have, in Britain, we have basically taken everything from America and everything from Canada and most other countries around the world. Oh, well, let's not get into that. Yes, please. Um, and uh, <laughs> we've kind of taken it and turned it into our own. Yes, uh, we so, never give it back. Yes. Although the American, it's interesting, right? We take all the cultures from other parts of the world and we completely manipulate them to suit ourselves. And yeah, when it's America or Canada, we just take it wholesale. I never understood that. I never understood that yeah. when you think about it. It's kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we went to, uh, there's a couple of options. Obviously, you have uh, Krispy Kreme, which is the big American donut place. Never had one. Okay. You get, that's on drive through now. Yeah. You can oh, go and drive through. Um, I mean, it's it's just a place that has a drive through, right? And most times we're going in. Uh, but in this have case, you tried I'm driving to walk through. through a drive through? Yeah, it doesn't work. They won't allow it. It's they say ableist. no. I'm sorry. Look, no, it is. I, I'm not sorry. It's ableist. I, I agree with you. The, the cane is my wheels. All right. I am. I am R, driving R through. Wheels. I think it's R. What did I say? You said is. The cane is my wheels. No, that's correct. That's proper English. I, don't I speak think it proper. Is. No, I think it is. I don't, I don't think you even English. understand that understand, <laughs> uh, that word at all. Anyway, carry on. Uh, no, that was it. Carry on. Uh, right. What were we saying? Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Donuts are ableist. Yeah, I think that's what we were saying. Yeah, that's that's what exactly we said. what we were saying. Krispy Kreme, 
Yes. <laughs> so Dunkin' Donuts. Is it Dunkin' Donuts? We don't Donuts? have that anymore. We don't have that. We don't have that in Scotland. I don't know if that's still in existence anywhere. Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, I ordered one yesterday, and they oh, were out of donuts. Oh, do you still have that in England? Do you? Yes, we do. Yes. Such a different country, aren't you? Oh, it's incredible. It's like a whole new world, a land of milk and honey. Oh, new world. Okay, yes. Or, where, did you, where did you go? Tim Hortons. Oh, of course. Why? Okay. I'm a true Canadian now. I am no. part of, I've joined the Canadian uh, people. And yeah. Yeah, I yeah, stand yeah. with the Canadian people. Well, most of the time I'll sit down. But I stand in mm. solidarity with you in a spiritual sense. You uh, became and that's why addicted. I went to uh, yeah Tim Hortons because yeah when we, when we were in Canada we never yeah. stopped going there. I actually got to the point where I thought my head was going to explode with the amount of coffee I'd been drinking from there because um, I was having mm. coffee like every ten seconds, which seems to be the norm over there. You loved it. I mean, it oh, was I right. I suppose I had hash browns How and hot chocolate. You? That was it. I don't do really do coffee and you don't like the breakfasts. You don't, nah, McDonald's mm. is the same. You don't like all that, do you? No, no. no. See, I only eat the breakfasts. I'm only interested in the breakfasts if it's got all breakfast even better yeah. i'm not into the burgers i'm not into all that stuff it doesn't appeal to me kfc though <laughs> hold me back mother um but <laughs> wow. okay this is a strange episode so what did you get from mr horton i'm going to tell you i spent before we get into the detail here because you know me i'm not a details guy i spent 150 dollars on this trip for donuts that's what i spent on donuts. Was it just donuts? These are the world's most expensive donuts. <laughs> wait, wait. Hang on, because you said you said that you were in a taxi, right? And I know That's where totally you live. Irrelevant. No, no, no. <laughs> where you live, there is absolutely nothing around you. You no. can't get any delivery services whatsoever. I had to build a city just to how, get this for me. <laughs> how much did it cost you actually to get to Mr. Horton's to get these donuts? Maybe ninety dollars. Right, okay. <laughs> and back, obviously. I mean, I had to get back. It wasn't just so, a one-way trip. You, you actually just bought one donut and came back again and it well, cost no, you $150. Well, because I was, I was scammed. I was conned by my own family. So I go out and my wife says to me, don't buy a lot of donuts. Here's the thing, though. You're thinking oh. logically here. You're thinking, yeah. I'm doing a big trip out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. to come back with, like, three donuts. That's pointless. Yeah, you're spending the money. It's this basically it's an investment. Exactly. It's go an investment. It's an opportunity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so when I go when I went there, I had intentions of pretty much emptying that place of donuts. <laughs> but you know, I realized that the twenty-four box seemed a little bit excessive. No. The six just wasn't enough. So, so the twelve in between. The twelve oh, just seemed ideal to me. Oh, that was the Goldilocks moment, the twelve so, yeah. box. So yeah. then just right. I call my mother, oh. as you do, you know, always phone your mum, always call your mum. And I called her and I said, how are you doing? We had a nice little chat and she said, where are you going? Where are you? You're in a car, you're outside, is everything okay? Is it an ambulance? I'm like, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. So I tell her I'm going for donuts. She says, I'd quite like some donuts. Oh. Now I said to her, well, okay, what I'll do is I'll get you, because it's her and my dad, I'll get them mm. a box of six. It's a nice oh. little box, you know. Oh, they don't eat tight. a lot. Oh, oh, but they, eat, they eat like sparrows. Oh, so yeah. there's no point. They've got no choice. So <laughs> she says to me, no, no. Oh. We'll just take some of yours. <gasps> and I'm like, no way. That is not happening. There is no way you're getting anyone near my lemon meringue ring. It is not happening. <laughs> I need to mute. You carry on. It's not happening, right? So I, you get your own box and that's it. Six of donuts of your own. So that was it. So I was conned. I was actually conned out of buying more donuts. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So you didn't buy more? I did. No, no, so I, had mo- oh, I had to buy more. I had to buy a 12 box for me, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 18 in, in 18 all. 18 donuts. Box, which box. to me, it still doesn't seem like enough for a trip that was $150. But there you no. go. And, no. you know, I will say when I got there, I, I kind of, I, I'm a little bit of an accessory obsessive. And, you know, they do sell mugs, and I don't have a Tim Hortons mug. And any time I do an AMI meeting, mm. any time we're doing meetings here, usually when I've been told off for something by Mr. F. God bless you, Mr. F. <laughs> yes. He'll sit me down and he'll say to me, why are you drinking out of an IHOP mug? That's a U.S. restaurant. And I oh. explain the reason as to why I have the IHOP mug, which we shall not discuss here. You stole it. Yes. I didn't steal it. I didn't steal it. Yeah. I had no 
involvement oh, in the removal your assistant of to, that to steal it. Yeah, that's right. from maybe that. So, um, <laughs> anyway, I. I'm always ridiculed for it because it's an IHOP mug. And they say, why will I have that? Why don't you have a Tim Hortons mug? Why don't you represent the country you serve? Oh, okay. So I feel I had to do something. I, I did. I felt I had to do something. So I go in and I say to the, the lovely woman behind the counter who was so good at her job that I thought she must be the manager. Hmm. Um, because, you know, the staff, they're you know, generally. <laughs> so... I was like, they don't, well, they don't care. No, who cares? No one cares. Honestly, the guy that gave me the coffee couldn't care less whether I drank it or threw it on the floor. Yes. But the woman who was serving, she was a star. So anyway, I says to her, do you have any mugs or anything? You know, And she said, well, actually, we have two. <gasps> oh. oh, a selection. So uh, there's a red one, which has the Tim Hortons logo on it, and a Canadian leaf. <gasps> right. Which I think is the logo of Canada. And um, <laughs> is that the brand? Is <laughs> the brand? Okay. Uh, and then yeah. there's also <laughs> there's also a white mug uh-huh. with Tim Hortons Glasgow written on it. <gasps> oh, thought, you had to wow, get, you a localised version. So of course, of course, I bought both. Of course, you did. Of well course, done. I did. One and it's me. cost me a hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> to eat. Basically, I ended up with five. I think of the donuts in that box. It was an absolute scam. The whole five. thing. Five donuts, two mugs. I mean, well, three mugs, including you, actually. Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm the mug out of all of it. But you enjoyed it. God I bless did. you, Tim Hortons. We had a lovely time in your establishment in uh, Saskatchewan. I think I think, we, I think we actually got about maybe five or six establishments under our belt. I, yes. I think it's a little bit like Apple stores now. It's like anywhere I go, I have to... Because I have this thing about Apple stores. Anywhere I go in the world, I have to visit an Apple store. So yes. next week I'm in Amsterdam, and oh. I'm hoping to go to the Apple Store in Amsterdam. That whatever would be that is, lovely, yes, gorgeous. The trouble is though, when you get food places, they they really do end up under your belt. See, that's the thing. Literally, yes, yes, we are getting a little bit rotund. A moment on the hips, lifetime on the. No, is lips. that right? You know, no, that's it's wrong, completely isn't it? wrong. A moment on the anyway, lips. Anyway, a, a lifetime show, on the hips. <laughs> that's your daily motivator, right there. He says to himself. Um, <sighs> shall we talk about some tech stuff? I, I think we should. Uh, listen, no one's happy. Everyone seems to be unhappy. I went on to Mastodon. And, you know, people talk about, you know, Mastodon's like the future and it's like the place where everyone's happy and it's... It's, it's utopia. A, it's a utopia. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I just go there, everyone's arguing. Everyone's just fighting. It's funny Everyone's that. Describ- Everyone's it's upset. Uh, only since we joined. <laughs> Apparently, there goes the neighbourhood already. Listen, we we've we've mentioned it. Tucker Carlson the other day. He's been sacked. It's like, have we just alerted people to the fact he's on TV? Was this we our fault? Good. We've got power. Am I going to have Tucker Carlson after me? Is he going to take over this? I hope so. I hope he's That would be you. interesting. Why is everyone... Right-wing what, tech. Which, <laughs> how would that work? <laughs> which topic is everyone angry about today? Everyone's angry on Twitter. about subscriptions to one particular application, Voice Dream Reader. Oh yes, I saw a lot of a uh, lot of threads on um, Facebook about this as well, mm. and some people really aren't happy. But though I do see quite a few people, more than I thought there would be, actually saying, "You know what? I use this, and it's fine. I, well, yeah. I don't mind okay. the subscription." Yeah, and, and look, you're always going to find people who fall into both camps. But let's kind of analyse why people are unhappy, because that's better. Uh, so let's talk about the unhappiness. <laughs> Tucker Carson's here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's focus on the unhappiness uh, because I think it's it comes from I from what I'm reading from people who've bought the app already who've put maybe I guess ten dollars down or whatever it was at the time for the app and they feel that now just a few years on they're having to pay the subscription which I think amounts to something like sixty dollars a year. It is yes fifty nine ninety nine a year, but if you have already made that one time payment. No subscription. Oh, so you don't? Because this is a confusion, I think, for people. Yes, exactly. Yes. At least that's what I've picked up from social media. I haven't looked into this, but I've seen quite a few posts now saying this is absolutely the case. If you've already got it, then this doesn't apply. So anyone who wants to pick up the app from now, it is only a subscription-based model. Well, we actually did. We had a conversation with Winston Chen a while back, funnily enough, about this very topic uh, because we were talking to him about I think at the time we were discussing the new voice stream reader coming to Mac OS. And at that time he was talking about that eventually this is going to have to become a subscription. 
And yep. it, it was clear even then there was going to be some controversy around this. And it was a question that I asked him. So this is his answer. It's quite a long answer, but I think it's important to play this and to give him a sense of, you know, or give us, I guess, a sense of his thinking into this. This is Winston Chen, creator of the Voice Dream apps, talking about why he brought in a subscription model to his apps. You know, when the pandemic started two two years ago, um, I, uh, you know, my wife and I finally got our acts together. So we're going to work on our will. Um, so, uh, um, so, so we did. You know, work with the lawyer and and answer all the questions. And you know, every we have you know everything is pretty simple. You know, we have you know one house, we have cars, we have you know. But the big question. The thing that really gave us a lot of trouble think, in our thought process is what to do with voice stream. If I, you know, if I die, well, not even if I die. What if I, you know, I'm incapacitated uh, somehow that I can't work on it anymore? Yeah, you know, there were there was a one time a few years ago. Um, I was on the week, I was away for 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 the weekend, and all of a sudden, um, emails started just flooding in. Um, and and users wrote that uh, I can't load PDF documents anymore, um, and um, an error message pops up when I try to load PDF documents, and I and I didn't have my laptop with me, so it was sheer panic. I, I you know I, I I found I went to the nearest airport, got on the next flight back home, um, you know fixed the problem, uh, but it was a horrifying you know really it's horrifying experience. Because you know what I found out is that because of a time issue in the in the code, um, that everybody PDF file stops stop loading for every user, um, and, um, and 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 that experience taught me to to never be away from my laptop, um, and also taught me that wow people actually rely on this. On this, you know, this app that I wrote that, you know, students who are writing, I have exams Monday, I can't study. Um, and um, so really, you know, for forced me to think about like, what is it, you know, what happens to this company uh, if, if I'm gone? I mean, voice stream at the end of the day, it's been a passion project for me personally. You know, we have, um, you know, just me, I've, developed everything. I wrote everything. Um, I have a part-time employee that helps me with customer emails and that's it. And in terms of income, and I'll be you know open about it, you know, I make all my income from VoiceStream is about what I would make if I go and join Google or, or any, you know, Silicon Valley tech company as a software developer. Uh, and if I do join as an executive, I'll probably make more. I mostly will certainly make more. Um, so it's not like I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, this is not lucrative by, by, by any means. Um, and then that is a problem because if the income from this company can only support me, uh, one person, um, and if the income, you know, if, if I'm gone, I suppose the income can support another developer. How are you going to find a developer who can pick up all the code that I wrote? Because no one else in the world right now knows the code. And feel passionate enough about, about this, you know, to commit to working on this company, to this product. So most likely, you know, if VoiceStream, if, if, if I can't work on it anymore, VoiceStream will probably slowly wither away. And, and, and that's the thing with productivity apps. It's not like a game where you play it, you play for a while, then it's done. You know, productivity apps have to work indefinitely. People expect it to work indefinitely. Um, and, and productivity apps, it works in this very complex system of, you know, software, hardware, third-party services, all the services that VoiceStream interface and integrates with. I don't know how many times I have to fix Dropbox integration issues or Google Drive integration issues. Um, a new device comes out, um, you know, the, with a different uh, screen size, form factor. Uh, Apple comes out well, with new requirements for the App Store. And, and I'm finding that I'm spending, you know, half my time just like, you know, maintain the status quo. Um, 
and and I'm finding also finding myself that I don't have a lot of time to actually work on new things. So the other half of the time I'm working on the new this new new product, you know, voice from reader for Mac OS. Um, so the bottom line is that this company, VoiceStream, that I've created is, you know, it's really been a been a personal passion project. I'm really, I I, I love what I do, but it's not sustainable. Um, and 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 and, I, and ultimately, I, I think, you know, for for the user, it, it's a disservice for, for for people who use it, because people who use it, you know, you invest a lot of your time learning a, a, a product. Um, and if that product goes away, you kind of wasted a lot of time. You have to go find, you know, a, a, something else that can replace it. Um, and then learning that anew. Um, so, um, so, so in, in a sense, everybody benefits from a company that creates a product if the company is, is self-sustaining and is, has a future. Um, so, so that's so. At the end of the day, that that is, you know, I hope subscription can um, can help VoiceStream become become that. So, so here we are. So, I, so this is by so subscription is in effect. In effect, I'm saying let's do this. If this works out well, you know, um, we can turn VoiceStream into a real company. So that was Winston Chen talking to us back in 2021, uh, near the end of that year, talking to us about the subscription model coming in and the reasons why. And I think that's really, really important. Today, following up on a lot of these concerns people have uh, that I'm reading about on Mastodon, people talking about this, and I guess on Twitter as well, people are going to be discussing this as well. You know, can uh, it be sustainable for us as individuals to pay that? And that's, again, the question, because... A lot of people are saying, look, there's just an endless array of subscriptions out there. Everything is subscription-based. You can't possibly subscribe to everything you need. Now, of course, the argument is, well, don't subscribe to what you need and what you don't. But, of course, if it's an app like something like, I guess, VoiceStream Reader, VoiceStream Writer, VoiceStream Scanner, you're going to be using those all the time. Um, so, you know, you may you may not want to sort of jump in and out of subscription models with it. But it's, I just think it's a really interesting uh, discussion to have at this point in time because there just does seem to be so many subscriptions flying around. Uh, is it right that that is the case? And is Winston right to do this? Well, that's the thing. You've got to make... Um, I've heard Winston on a few interviews over the years, and I think he's a genuine guy. And I think... I can't really argue against anything he said in that clip there at all. I think he's, he's spot on, you know? But at the same time... You know, there is that subscription fatigue, you know, and when is that final straw that breaks the camel's back? You know, another $5 a month, another $5 a month. But I think the point is that there are alternatives out there, you know, either buy once or even free alternatives when it comes to readers and OCR. Are they as good? Do they serve our community as well? well that's, you know, that's up in the air. I suppose that's your choice. But um, I think personally, this... The community seems to love uh, these apps and they seem to use them a lot. And particularly, as Winston mentioned there, in education, uh, they seem like they're really popular. So I think it's actually, I think it's fair. If Winston says it's not sustainable using the one-off payment method, you know what? I trust him. And I think, yeah. okay, if it's not sustainable and people still want this app and this is the, the solution that works, then, you know, it's fine. Well, he's using the argument of market forces, right? Which is that, look, if people want it, they'll buy it. If they don't, it goes away. And that's it. And and maybe maybe that's a good measure in some ways. I mean, let's be honest. If a product is no good, there's no point in him spending his life doing it if people don't want to use it. Clearly they do. So the question is, well, if you're going to pay for it, then, well, that's fine. He has to make money. I think this is the point. We're, We're so used to, and it's just unfortunate, I think, the way that the cookie has crumbled in this case, is that the apps themselves started off either very low price, and that was a one-off price. You remember it used to be... Remember we used to talk about apps right at the beginning when the App Store came along and it was like, 99p for what? What am I paying 99p yeah, for? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, and now yeah. we're up to like 60 quid or $60 a year. Yeah. And we're kind of like, all oh, right, okay, more money, fine. Uh, but I think that's because ultimately what happened at the beginning was there were a lot of developers keen to get the apps out. There wasn't much forethought into 
what is coming. Can these developers keep these apps up? And can you do that? If everyone's bought your app on day one, what happens on day two for the developer? And that I think that's the problem. You know, that yeah. is that is ultimately the problem. It's why we're paying for Microsoft. It's why we pay for subscriptions to other big applications. Look, big companies like Adobe charge you, you know, a monthly fee just to access Premiere Pro or Audition or any other right. suite of creative suite of products. You know, it's continual development, isn't it? That's what it is. I if mean, you if want it was... to be developed, if you want yes. it to still be there. Because yeah. like, and I think this is a bit that people forget, right? It's not just the development of the app. It's the continual onslaught from new operating systems, updated operating systems, forever yes. changes in the OS. Yeah. You know, there's no, nothing stands still in tech, and, and that creates a problem. It also creates an economy, yeah. uh, which you can argue is good or bad. You know, if, if a company came along and said, this is the OS, it's perfect. As of 2023, this is perfect. We've got it. We've nailed it. There's no real need to update this. You can build your apps, you can put them on there, and you can just leave them. And it'll all work forever. You know, like people who still have their Windows 7 computers and they have their audio editor set up or they have their Word application set up the way they like it and they never change it and they just (laughs) unplug it from the internet and just leave it at that. I I get that approach, but that's not the reality. That's just not the reality. And, you know, it's like I have done this so many times. I go back to maybe an old MacBook and I think, you know, hey, there's a, a, a version of Audacity, the audio editor, that really worked well with the MacBook. So I'll pull out my old 2011 MacBook Air yes. and I'll fire it up and it'll work. But you can only do so much because Dropbox might not integrate with it as well and, and because the updates are gone, you won't get any more updates for the OS. Yeah. Security's an issue. You know, it's all this stuff, you know, and it's... And let's not forget, by the way, I mean, because I've seen some pretty progressive, uh, not progressive, I've seen aggressive, I've seen some pretty aggressive comments on this. Apple take 30% of that. I yes. mean, yeah. you know, that's a big hit. So yeah. it's not it's not excessive amount, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Tell us your thoughts. Email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. Call us one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Up next, a brand new device for the blind. I like Ooh. saying that that way. For the blind. <laughs> it's next. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. And you know the other thing about those donuts? You know, I'll be honest with you, right? Oh, right. You know the thing, really, honestly, they weren't all filled donuts either. Some of them were just ring donuts. And I don't think that's good enough, frankly. Really? Really? Why? Some of them did not have filling. Some of them had custard. Some of them had apple. Gross. Lemon. Gross. Uh, other things. I don't know. what Chocolate. That was in there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Beef. 12 donuts. <laughs> yeah, beef. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, the beef donut. It's beautiful. Uh, oh, you, you are in Scotland. quite like that, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just... Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm I'm not going to dwell on it. No, yeah, yeah. please don't. It's not like you're going on and on and on about donuts. No, it's absolutely fine. Can you make your own donuts in an air fryer? Listeners, uh, let us well, know. Well, you can, yes. I, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I forgot I was talking to uh, Gordon Ramsay here. <laughs> how, uh, how do you go about that, Stephen? Uh, you take you buy uh, sugaring donuts from oh. the shop, <laughs> and you put them in the air fryer <laughs> and incinerate them, and that's that. Everyone forgets about it. Three minutes in an air fryer, yeah. And then what you do is you get a little bowl and you pour some sugar into. I hope you're keeping up here. I'm uh, right. You this put, so, well, uh, that's a lie. So yep. you're pouring sugar into this bowl, and then when you take that, you get some tongs. Oh, yeah. I've got like proper tongs. Tongs are involved. Kitchen tongs. Yeah. As yep. opposed to I don't know bathroom tongs. Yes, and, um, they're totally different. Very different purposes. Uh, but uh, you get your kitchen tongs, oh, and God. you open up your air fryer. Why did I ask? And yes. you, you take them out, donut one by one, and you drop it in the bowl, and you turn it around, and you turn it over, and you turn it over. And what you kind f- of sugar? Sugar. Sh- sugar. sugar. <laughs> kind of sugar? What kind of, what what kind kind of, of sugar, sugar are we using, Stephen? Uh, caviar flavoured. I don't uh, know. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, what do you mean, what kind of sugar? How many uh, kinds uh, of sugar are there? There's brown well, sugar. There's white sugar. It's white sugar. Does that help? Cast, caster sugar, is it? Caster sugar? I don't think so, no. Okay, all right. Okay, feedback what, what at doubletaponair.com. What sugar Let do you put know. in your tea? Whatever I, I that is. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm diabetic. 
Sweeteners. I have to tell you. About so, eight of them. So was so was the guy who took me to Tim Hortons. <laughs> Did you tip him with a donut? I said to him, do you want a box of donuts? He's like, I'm diabetic. I'm like, oh, sorry. I love I love saying that now. Here's my new catchphrase. I'm diabetic. I actually felt quite bad. I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm sitting here with like 20,000 donuts. <laughs> this poor guy can't eat one of them. Oh, it was terrible. Anyway, anyway. Uh, the, new device notice. for the blind. I don't know why I say it like that, but I just like saying that. Nobody um, does. The RNIB in the UK, uh, mm. my old, uh, you know, my old place. Um, <laughs> Your old place. <laughs> yes. My old office. Uh, they've produced a new uh, talking book device. Well, I say that. Actually, it does a multitude of different things. Essentially, it is uh, a Bluetooth speaker with a USB capability. And I'm going to tell you, Sean, having a look at the image of this, because it's very oh. clear, oh. Um, but you'd expect this from the RNIB, oh. um, it, is, it looks to me very similar to those ultimate ears type Bluetooth devices. You know, those big, no, not, not like cylindrical, the... it's a little bit smaller oh. than that, and a little bit okay. fatter. Um, not like a Pringles tube. Kind of, but fatter. Like a Pringles tube is about mm. to explode. Oh, okay, good. It's yes. like too many donuts. And so, oh, now then, okay, so this is a stereo speaker? I think so, yes. Let's ah. look at the, shall we look at the details? Oh, yes, please, Stephen. Yes, in fact, I'll do better than that, right? Because they actually did put a video up on the RNIB uh, shop in the oh. UK. So we can actually listen to some of this to get some detail about this device. Let's listen to this. The RNIB Accord is our stylish new portable audio companion. Here at RNIB, we're all about inclusive design and the new RNIB Accords USB player and Bluetooth speaker is something that can be enjoyed by absolutely everyone. USB reader, connecting. It looks and feels just like a Bluetooth speaker, and it also incorporates all of the accessible design features that you would expect, such as high contrast, tactile buttons, and voice prompts. So it's wrapping all of that into one package. Volume up. As well as connecting via Bluetooth, you can insert your USB memory stick or your micro SD cards straight into the easy to find ports on the top of the speaker. It has bookmarking and chapter skipping, so it's great for talking books. We decided to include a wireless charging pad with the Accord makes it so much simpler for users to just place the device on top of the pad for charging. Charger connected. The Accord takes under three hours to charge as it's a high-speed wireless charging pad. And once it's fully charged, you can play your books or your music for up to six hours. It has a lanyard attached, which makes it easier for transporting from room to room, out into the garden or even down to the beach. Connect it up to your headphones. The RNIB Accord has been designed for everyone and won't look out of place in any setting. To order your RNIB Accords, visit our online shop at rnib.org.uk forward slash shop. There you go. Um, just some detail there. And uh, if you are in the UK, that is how you can order it. I guess you can order internationally as well. I don't know, but you can always ask. So. rnib.org.uk slash shop. Um, but yeah, it feels funny saying that. It's been so long since I've said oh, that. Oh, it's it takes, me teary back. Eyed. it takes me back. Um, but yeah, this the, is kind of interesting, right? It's got a lot of features hmm. to it. Is it? Okay. Oh, come on. Of course it's got a lanyard on it. Of course I, it has. I, I must admit, I kind of laughed when I heard that. I thought, I'm oh, not a lanyard, please. Come <laughs> I'll on. be honest with you. I was going to rip this to shreds I, I i was but it sounds okay there you go but that's <laughs> ringing that, endorsement from sean priest <laughs> no, no, the, right. the point it's okay fun. there's two major factors here firstly how does it sound all right so because if i'm blind blind if i'm buying a bluetooth speaker blind there's a, bl- that's a blind buying blind buying a bluetooth all blind. mixed into one <laughs> Blowing, blowing, if I, yeah. If I'm buying a Bluetooth speaker, um, I expect a certain level of sound from it. And that Oof. level of sound that I expect from it is dependent on the price. And what's the price of this? Okay, so in the UK, um, and we can get the 
uh, equivalent in the we can figure out the cost in Canada, but this is fifty pounds. Uh, now you buy it here, XVAT, meaning no tax, no sales tax on top of it. Uh, if you're blind, mm. including uh, VAT, including sales tax, it would be sixty pounds. Um, but fifty pounds is what you would pay if you're blind or partially sighted, or buying on behalf of someone who's blind or partially sighted. You choose that at the stage of buying. Um, but that would give you the option to to buy this fifty quid. I mean, you know what? How much is a Bluetooth speaker? You're talking thirty, forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say so. One. You know what? You, you get an additional with this with a USB. Actually, that micro SD is quite interesting as well. That actually is probably more. Does anyone to ever me use the, those? Well, I'm thinking about my laptop. Right, I think about things I've got on there that I might want to put on a USB stick. It's a bit clunky, whereas you no. know, plunk well, in a micro I, SD. I, I, yeah, which is incredibly fiddly. I hate using those I must tiny think, yeah, SD I must, I must say, I kind of wish it was a micro SD as opposed to... Yes. No, 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 I don't. I, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, I want an SD card, not a micro SD. Yeah, that's sorry. I mean. We're thinking of Sims because it gets all yes. weird. A nano yes, micro. Yes. Yes. We want like a stamp-sized one where you can actually hold it and it doesn't just fall down and you've lost it forever. Um Actually, that's not a bad price. Uh, yes, okay. That, that wireless charging? Good. That's quite wireless good. Wireless charging. Well, more than that, it's it's having the voice feedback, right? I Telling heard it there you it's when, charging, it's a, yeah. when it was connecting. When it, you know, that, that's always good when it's in pairing mode and volume up, volume down. So, yeah, actually, that that's not a bad price. I was quite, I was all ready for it to be, you know, three hundred dollars or something. In, in in that case, it's like uh, okay, but that seems quite fair to me. Okay, yes, I'm behind it. Well done. Yeah, it's not bad. And I like the fact you can take it outside. And there's an interesting point there about it fitting in. And I think this is something that's kind of cool. I think we're starting to get to a point with this technology where we're finally starting to have a conversation around what is, uh, you know, the technology we have, the technology we own as blind people, the in quotes specialist tech, although arguably this isn't specialist, but Mm. it has features in it that you may not get on other devices. Um, it's not something that looks out of place. You know, it's not a big box with RNIB written on it. Which, yes. You know, nothing wrong with the RNIB logo, but I just don't want to have a box that says, I'm blind, written on it. Yes, luminous yellow. The big blind box, as I used to talk about. You know, <laughs> here we go with a big blind box, luminous yellow, huge text on it. And, you know, ironically, probably doesn't speak. Um, you know, but which has often the- been a problem in the past. This stuff has not always been perfect. This is actually quite interesting. I'm going to buy one of these. I'm going to buy one. Of course you are. I, I actually kind of think this would be cool for the garden. I like the book idea. I've got lots of audio files and stuff I'd like to listen to that aren't necessarily on my phone, although obviously I can hook up my phone to this. It talks about being able to listen to BBC Sounds, which of course is very popular in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, audible audiobooks as well. And of course you can get your books from RNIB down through your computer and onto this via SD card or um, or uh, USB. How do you listen to BBC Sounds on this? Because you're Bluetoothing from your phone. Oh, well, that's, yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's a Bluetooth not a feature then, is it? It's just a Bluetooth speaker. Come on, nah, come yeah, but on. Hang on. A... But, but, you, but you're falling what? into that trap. You're what? falling into that trap of yes. thinking that we all know what this stuff does. And we all, you know, everyone out there, everyone gets it, and everyone just, oh, yeah, it's a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, you're no, just no, 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 no. By saying, oh, you can you're play so BBC. You're so dismissive, priest. You no, by saying you can play BBC sounds on it, it makes it seem like it's a streaming device. And people will say, well, okay, I bought this. How do I listen well, to BBC It is a streaming sound? device. Well, you're streaming it via Bluetooth. It, yeah, but that's just like saying, oh, this, look at this amazing feature. It, you can hear it. It makes noises. Well, of course it does. It's a speaker. <laughs> of course you can Bluetooth into it. It's a Bluetooth speaker. Um, yes, but... Uh, I actually think because of the accessibility um, features in this and because of the price, uh, yeah, actually, this sounds quite a good thing. But again, I'm really interested when you get your hands on it, because how does it sound? Does it sound like a 50 pound speaker or does it sound like a $10, you know, wasp in a jar? Yeah. Wasp in a jar, being a tin. Um, a some detail here on this, if you're interested, USB player, obviously Bluetooth speaker, plays oh, w- MP3 and WMA files. Is that still a thing? Um, <laughs> up to 32 gig USB stick you can connect to it. Oh, come on. Mm. Okay. Uh, tactile buttons, uh, chapter skip function, forwards and backwards, book skip wow. forward function. <gasps> you can't do that in other devices, can you? Why not? Can't do that on a can't do can't that on a smart speaker. smart speaker. No, you can't. You, you get can. yourself a dot. <sighs> Wireless and wired charging ability. You've got the option to put a, a connection in there as well. What's uh, the wired? USB A port on top, obviously to read the USB sticks, micro SD slot for additional okay. input and for software updates. Interestingly, 
Don't know what mm. that would be. Um, 3.5 millimeter jack for headphones, not for use with Bluetooth headphones. Now, bear in mind, and this is again, well, I don't know actually, can you 3.5 mil out of Bluetooth speakers normally? Yes, yes, usually. Can you? Yeah. Okay. That's, that sounds quite interesting. Uh, in terms of the Bluetooth, Bluetooth 5 with a 10 meter range, two mm. passive mono subwoofer speakers. Two passive mono subwoofer. Okay. So that's yeah. stereo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speakers, mega bass, mega bass, oh. three inch diameter, four ohms. I'm not going into all that, but yeah. Oh, through... I want to know the ohms. You want to know the ohms? It's oh, uh, four. Four ohms? Is that good? I don't know. Four oh, ohms. It's better than three ohms. Well, that's not it. Not quite as good as five. Not as good as five, exactly. No, that is absolutely right. <laughs> I'd be really interested to see who's actually manufacturing this. Is this, you know, is this Anchor? Is this uh, Ultimate Ears, like you said? I'd, I'd, it'd be interesting to see if this is just a rebranded. Uh, does this exist in mainstream anyway with these accessibility features? Um, well, not with the USB, I would imagine, but okay. I mean, really? maybe repurposed. Um, I don't think, I don't know. I'd love to know if there's a mainstream equivalent like this out there. Is there? Yeah, I honestly don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm if not... there was, we'd have been able to buy one. I think that's a lot of people who want to listen on USB sticks, and we know friends of ours who do, you know, and they prefer that. And, and you know, again, it comes back to that thing of if you're listening to a book, I don't want to be getting 800 notifications in the middle of it. I want to just focus on what I'm doing, what I'm listening uh-huh. to in the yeah. garden. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I, I like the sound of it. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. A-R-N-I-B Accord, <laughs> A-C-C-O-R-D, USB player. It is available now from R-N-I-B in the UK, and um, you can ask them if they ship internationally. I don't know. I'm sure there will be international versions, even if the R-N-I-B don't ship internationally. There'll be other organisations around the world that will have this. Maybe ask the C-N-I-B. Who knows? Well, that's right, and, and I'm sure there are equivalents yes, in other of parts of the world as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the big the big point from this is the stereo because we've had you know standalone audio players for a long time USB based ones right where you just plug a pen drive in mm. um, but usually they're they're small they're they're mono they're you know not not great sound but fine for vocals usually um, solo player things like that um, but this is well you know as you said actually it, it, the fact is that it, it's more of a mainstream device it's stereo and it's got sounds like it's got a little bit of oomph to it going off the specs so oh i love a bit of oomph oh yes I, I, almost as much as i love four ohms <laughs> i don't know what ohms are what's the measuring of ohms is it like you know i tend to use double decker buses as units of measurement so how of many course. double decker buses of sound am i getting um uh, well four ohms of double deckers, is that, is, is that just like one double decker, or like one and a single decker? Well, one double decker is usually about two point seven ohms. Excellent, so, good to know. That's a lot. That. That's a lot By of the way, ohms. We're making all this up. We have no idea. That is a unit of measurement. You take the number is. and you multiply it by twelve, <laughs> and whatever the result is, it's the wrong answer. Is there still a market for standalone audio players, or is everything streamed now? I say streamed. Smart speakers have changed I say all that. If you're going to have a Bluetooth speaker, you might yep. as well have one with knobs on. Fair enough. Although there's Good actually, point. just to be clear, there are no knobs on this device. Uh, right, let's get a voicemail from Felix. Please. Hi, Double Tappers, uh, Steve and Sean. Um, first and foremost, um, uh, what happened to um, Mark Blalo? Um, Who? Uh, I don't know why I was just hearing the jingle. I was want to say it like that. But anyway, yeah, I uh, hope he's all right. Hopefully he hasn't uh, also broken his leg. I hope it's not his turn to break his leg this month, oh. but I hope he's okay. It's been a while since I've him. just disappeared. I've missed something. Um, but the reason um, for my call this morning, um, at the time of, of uh, giving this message, um, I wanted to let you guys know, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but it's a bit of a weird one. Um, when you are in, uh, I've, I'm doing a, a demonstration um, in uh, for RNIB on Wednesday this week at the time of leaving this message, and um, I need to be able to share my screen using my iPhone uh, for the purposes of what I'm saying. Uh, iPhone SE 2020, one latest version of iOS, and I'm needing to use Teams. Now, what's really weird is that when you go to share screen, you go, you've got like the share video, share, uh, was it share video, um, share photo and share screen, which is a, a, an on off toggle button at the bottom. 
um, which is all that is perfectly accessible with VoiceOver, but it doesn't work with VoiceOver on. You have to um, you have to turn VoiceOver off to then be able to get it to work. And then um, because I'm using iPhone SE, I've still got the home button, so I can quickly toggle uh, VoiceOver on really, really quickly uh, without the, without me um, tapping the screen itself and actually turning something on or off or removing something. So uh, it's a bit, bit of a weird bug that I've discovered. I don't know if you guys are aware of that for uh, Microsoft Teams for uh, iPhones. I don't know if it's, a, it's an issue on Android as well, but it's what I've discovered. And the only way to get it to work is, like I said, uh, go to share, turn, um, turn voiceover off, try somehow to try and find the, um, the toggle on switch, and then move your finger to the left of the screen slightly, and then tap on there, and then it should start sharing the screen. Now, I'm all, I, I know this works because obviously I have a little bit of vision, so I'm able to do this, but if you're totally blind, it's going to be a nightmare. So I thought I'd let you guys know about that. And uh, if you've ever come across this issue before, I have messaged Microsoft. They uh, aren't necessarily helpful. They just say that, oh, well, just uninstall me install the app, which is not really helpful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just want to let you guys know. Good show as always. Um, and uh, this has been Felix checking in. See you guys soon. Oh, thank you, Felix. Thanks for sharing, Felix, with the rest of us. I haven't come across that app, but luckily enough, Stephen Scott is a expert Teams user. Stephen, how dare you? Uh, I am. You are accusing me, I think, of being a professional, and I am not a professional no. or proficient in anything. However. Uh, I have used Teams. I have occasionally shared screen, although I don't like to do that because it's not it's not really necessarily necessary for me to do. And I hate when someone else does it. I know that it's, it's becoming a bit more accessible these days, but I tend to find the whole thing just a bit of a faff. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, on the phone, I didn't think you could do that, to be perfectly honest. I didn't know you could share your screen from your phone. It's, so it's one of those features. Me. Yeah, it's one of those features that we personally wouldn't wouldn't use a lot. So I hadn't come across this in my own experience. So do you think um, people think we're professional? No, 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 not at all. Good. No, I was I was being very very ironic. Good, excellent. Thank you. That's okay. I, I'm yes. I'm glad to hear that because I was getting slightly nervous for a second there. But if anyone else has come across this bug <laughs> and found a workaround where you don't have to turn voiceover off, I've had to do that on a few things. I use that now in the Lady A app because they seem to have moved the um, like listen button to the bottom right corner for some reason. Oh, yeah. I find it really tricky to get focus on it. So I sort of find the focus and leave my finger on it and then turn voiceover off and split tap to to activate it when i want to speak but um yeah if anyone's found a workaround for this or can give any advice to felix then let us know i think amazon should develop a phone that is just containing lady a big big mm. button in the middle that you press yep. and you talk to and uh-huh. it gives you information and stuff and it's connected through gpt or whatever amazon's equivalent oh, that of that would be, would be. wouldn't that be amazing that'd we be the best phone in the world an amazing skill for chat gpt on lady a and it was called my gpt oh, it yeah. worked better than the oracle of light did uh, even though that was good and i absolutely not knocking it. your eleanor by saying no that. no 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 i still have oracle of light but i did, for some reason because it's all patched through to the same source um this my gpt worked so much better except it's disappeared it's no longer in the store it's not on the website you you just can't enable it anymore. Uh, but the skill itself, if you have enabled it in the past, you can still use it. It's very strange. Um, I I think something shady is going on. Um, but it's it's really good. And I tell you what, it does show up the difference between something like ChatGPT, that AI, versus the just the the standard any smart speaker. To be honest, it's it was amazing. Uh, Rebecca writes in, uh, Stephen, now that you're on Mastodon, I see no reason to remain on Twitter. <laughs> it's, wow. I seem to be uh, bringing people off Twitter. That wasn't One my intention. Man How does, has made a difference. Hang on. Wasn't I asking people to stay on Twitter? Was that not my thing? Stay on Twitter? Okay, fine. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, gone, it's all gone a bit wrong. Uh, she says, I do not like the Twitter web interface and I prefer third-party apps. I remember the controversy around Facebook and its practices, and that has faded from public memory. This will happen with Twitter as well. Twitter was just one of the many ways I consumed content. I find newsletters and podcasts more informative than social media. Anyone in particular. <clears throat> uh, also, there are plenty of ways for the blind community to stay engaged, and social media is just one way. Social media will always be fragmented. 
Freedom Scientific and Humanware have Facebook pages. Uh, she says, however, I can't let the disturbing con- uh, conduct of Musk or Zuckerberg be the only factor in my decision. I'm not happy with Twitter's decision to end support for third-party apps. That's quite a, a balanced view, I think, which is ultimately, look, you know, I, I want to get my content, but I have to realise that you can't get it all from one place. And I think that's a, that's a thing. I, I, I will say, though, and I think this is the other side of this coin, it would be a lot easier if we could just get all our content from one place. You know, yes. Mastodon was just the one place we went to. I'd, I'd be, you know, if everything now, just went in there, that would be a lot you want easier. The silo. Now you want it. You well, want to- yes, but, but you also <laughs> don't want that. You don't want that because you miss out on a lot. You know, there's a great example, actually. We were talking the other day about that UK alert and we were discussing the, the issue people were having on the three network here in the UK, the, the cell network here. And um, that really came out and and within about an hour, people were talking about it. It was being discussed. And then the company itself had issued a statement and all on Twitter. And yeah. th- this is where the value of Twitter comes in. It is. Because That's you can get information media. out there. Everyone can communicate into it. And then you get a response on the platform. And if you fragment everything as much as possible into all these little silos and places then it's not, you're never going to get that sense again. And it depends what you want. And again, well, it comes back want, to this. What do you want, Stephen? You want to say that? We're not. It's not up to me what to decide. Want? It's up to you. Me? People keep asking me what I think. And I'm like, it's not up to me. It's up yeah. to you to decide. Do you want a silo where all the blind people live in a nice gated community and have a nice little yes. chat with each other and yes. share sugar and milk? Yes. It's fine. What kind of sugar? Uh, please, not again. <laughs> You know, you can enjoy that life and you can also take a trip to the city every so often. Uh, or you can have both and you can live in both or you can no. live only in the city right, and ignore down. the villagers, right? It's up to you, but it's your choice. That's my point. I'm going like to make a Stephen Scott analogy jingle and, and I'm going to get that ready to play. Every Stephen's time you go off analogies. on <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Yes, perfectly uh, reasonable and balanced, balanced view there. Unlike Stephen Scott and Sean are nice. Uh, so that's it for today. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> that was a weird was. episode. I don't know what's the matter with us. Listen, I said it was a bit of everything, and you that's so you right. got. I I promise, <laughs> and like the postman or woman, sexist, I deliver. Uh, blind postman, ableist. <laughs> oh no, this is confusing. <laughs> this is getting a bit weird. Oh well, we started and we ended as we intended. Uh, that is it. Thank you so much for today, and uh, we'll be back again doing it all tomorrow. Believe it or not, that's it. I, th- I think Mr. F's on holiday this week. I think that's why we're yes, getting away we're, with this. We're good. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love Double Tap. Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.